Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. I have such a beautiful interview for you today. Today, we're talking to Joni Bagley, and I absolutely just love so much about Joni. I love how she is living life really kind of outside that box, that nine to five that we're told is the only way that we can do it. And she, as a young mom of two little ones, she really has found this beautiful way of designing her life so that she... I'm sure she at times can feel pulled in both because we're only human, but overall she's set up her life so that she can be a present mom, but also fulfill that side of her that really truly loves and desires to help other people. And in this calling of hers to become, to be a virtual assistant. I love it too, because we also talk about exactly what a virtual assistant is. And now I'm like, I know that I need one, <laughs> which is great. So we talk about that as well. But you know, whether you need a personal assistant or a virtual assistant, want to be a virtual assistant, or if you've just been thinking of something else, you just never know. There may be something in this particular interview that just kind of sparks that light for you and gets you going onto the path of whatever it is that you have been seeking. So listen in, this is a beautiful one. Hey, Joni, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so thrilled that you have some time to chat with us today. Hi, Rosa. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. This is wonderful. Oh, fantastic. Listen, um, I'm really excited because I've been watching you a little bit on just social media and listening to, I know that you had children recently, and then I saw that you were venturing out and doing this virtual assistant work. And I just thought like, oh, you're so amazing. Mm -hmm. And before we got on the podcast, we were talking about how you and your husband just kind of, you guys always just go for it. Like you don't live your, you don't live your lives in the typical, like nine to five, exactly what we're supposed to do, you know? And I just, I really admire that about you guys. Before we get started though, tell us a little bit about you and um, just like what life is like for you. Sure. Um, Okay. So I have two young children. They're two and four. And um, every day seems a little bit different just because I have lots of things going on. Mm. So I get up in the morning. I'll do like, I try 530. I hit my alarm till six Sundays (laughs) early. Um, Yeah. And then I'll do a few hours of work and get my coffee and have some time to myself before the kids get up and before my husband wakes up. And then usually I'll spend the morning with them. So that's Tuesdays and Thursdays. They spend the day with me. So they, we just hang out all day. And then we go to parks or, you know, be outside or something like that during the day in the morning. Then they have nap time. And then I do more work when they're napping. So I get about a solid two and two and a half hours of work in. And then they wake up and we hang out. And then it's time to get ready for bed and supper and all that. (laughs) 
Amazing. Yeah, that's kind of a typical day. And then um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is a little bit different because they have places that they go. So um, to, yeah, Monday and Wednesday, they go to daycare during the day. And then I get to work. Those are kind of my biggest days to get work done. And then Friday, they go to my husband's mom as well. And they get to hang out with her for the day and I do more work. So that's Amazing. kind of typically how our week goes. Yeah. I love that. You know, you have such a flexible schedule. Like that's what I hear mm-hmm. in it, that you have time to do your work, but also it's not taking away from time with your little ones. And I just love the, the flexibility of that. Do you, do you mm-hmm. feel like pulled in both directions or have you set up your way of living and working like really by design to be this way? Um, when I first started sending them to daycare, I did feel pulled. Um, but then I realized, you know what, I need to do what's good for me too. And if that's mm-hmm. working on my, on, on what I love to do, like virtual admin, then, then I need to do that too. And they also need to be social. They can't just be mm-hmm. at home all the time. But I think a big thing for me was not sending them Monday through Friday. Cause I never wanted to have a daycare raise them. I right. wanted to be a, a huge part of their life. And if we want to go to the park on a Tuesday, just because we can, we go, you know, right. if we want to go to the mall or if we want to do a day of hiking, then we can. And, and I really, I love that flexibility. And I love that I've been able to set myself up that way. Um, just cre- yeah, creatively. I feel guilty for having them in daycare a couple of weeks. And they're also, they're learning so much, right? They're learning right. and they're also um, being able to make friends. So I love <laughs> that. I yeah. love that. I mean, part of the reason I brought you on was twofold. One, really to put your gifts out into the world. Like what you do as a virtual assistant, and we're going to get into that, um, is something that so many people are looking for. Like I know I definitely was as well. And sometimes we don't know where to go to find like, you know, virtual assistants that we know and that we trust. And um, and sometimes we just don't know that people offer these services that can really help mm-hmm. us a lot. So we're going to get into that. So that's part of it. But then also part of it was to, you know, give people and in particular women, another way of thinking in terms of ways that they can earn either mm-hmm. like an extra income to take off the pressure from their families or to do exactly what you're doing, which is giving you that flexibility to spend that quality time with your kids. Cause we know a lot of women don't feel like they have that option, right? They have to go to work. They have to, you know, they're doing everything mm-hmm. they can to, yeah. to provide. And sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. Like if someone doesn't even know that there's these options out there, then how do you seek them out? And so that was, you know, those are kind of the two reasons I really wanted to bring you on is, is for that. So I love, I love how you've described that. Cause I just think for so many women, they're probably listening going, Oh my gosh, that sounds so ideal. So incredible. Mm-hmm. And yet you're just like every other mom out there in the sense that you've made it happen and it's possible. And if it's possible for you, it can be possible for others as well. Yeah. I love that. Um, Okay. Tell us what exactly, Oh, first of all, tell us, have you always worked online? Cause I know your virtual assistant work is online. Is something, is this something you've always done or was this something that came up in the last couple of years during like, you know, the times we've been through, I don't like to mention <laughs> the word <laughs> or, you know, maybe just had your children. Yeah. Um, oh, I feel like, I feel like I've always done this, but I kind of just fell into doing it for myself. So about 11 years ago, I got a medical administrative, um, diploma 
from the business business college, uh, business college. And um, I worked in office buildings a lot. So medical offices, hospitals, I worked for the university okay. and I had really good jobs and I was excelling in my career that way. But I almost felt, I felt capped because as an administrative mm. assistant in an office, you only make so much and right. you also can only impact the people that are around you and maybe the person that you work for. So in, in that way, I was, I was enjoying my work, but I also was looking for other options. So a few years into working as an administrative assistant, I wanted to do something else. So I started pursuing the fitness field and, and for me, like fitness mm. and, and nutrition are, are such a priority. Like yeah. I, I thrive off of eating right and exercise yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and not even just for, for feeling good, but for my mental health, especially mm. sitting at a desk all day. Um, when I was working at the university in Saskatoon, I would take my lunch hours and I would go for a run. I would always have an hour lunch and I go work Amazing. out or I go for a run or do a fitness class or something. Cause I felt like I'm sitting at a desk all day. I need to get moving. So then I started wanting to get more into the health and fitness lifestyle. Um, I joined a network marketing company and we would promote like health and, and nutrition and we work out with clients and my husband and I would do that. It was really fun. It was really great. I was really passionate about it, but there was just something inside of me that was thinking like, this is not, this is not really your gifting. Like this is something that you do for you but but is this your gift is this Ooh, is this what you can that. offer the world mm. yeah so so in that I did some soul searching and lots of praying and lots of figuring out like what is my gift what can I do for the world you know love it and even though I love nutrition and fitness it wasn't it and um I got my my husband and I were ready to start a family in 2017 and we got pregnant it was really exciting but I, I started reevaluating my life and I didn't want to work in the nine to five, Monday to Friday in an yeah. office where I had to be there eight o'clock and then, and then, you know, I had to stay there till five. Right. And I really didn't want my kids to be in a daycare Monday to Friday. And, and that really broke my heart just thinking mm. of the fact that I wouldn't be able to spend every day with them. Yeah. So um, I was doing a lot of, a lot of praying and a lot of figuring it out. And I don't know, I just felt like if I, if I do administration from a desk, from an office every day all I use is a computer and internet why can't I do that from home yeah so I was pregnant at the time and I thought yeah you know what maybe I'll I'll try this out so I searched a whole bunch of um virtual administration ads like on google I went to pinterest and I went to facebook yeah. and I found that this is actually a thing i had never heard of it before <laughs> cool. so cool yeah cool. so I just found this is a thing oh my goodness so then I started reaching out to different facebook groups and and um, kind of created a community for myself um, through that. So virtually, literally all over Amazing. the world, these people were in these groups. And I just started asking people questions about how to start and what resources they used. And, and I just gained so much knowledge from that and how to price and what things to offer and very cool, very amazing. And then I went to Pinterest and I would read blogs and, and different things just to figure this out, you know? <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was so cool. Yeah. So I did that. And then I put my ad up there and I got my first client very quickly. It was very yeah. exciting. And I was still working my nine to five. I was yeah. still there, but I started doing this on the side. So it was a side hustle for me. Yeah. And I found that I just really loved it. Like when I signed that first client, I had like all these butterflies. And oh, I was so excited. exciting. And I love that. It was so cool. Yeah. And then I started doing uh, different things for him. And then he, he was just so 
he was so relieved. He was so happy that I could do all this stuff for him that he didn't have the time for. Right. Or even, even he just, he would do it slowly, you know, like the administration and answering emails and he would tell me, oh, I just, I'll get to them. I'll get to them. But he would miss things. Right. So I think just having someone in his corner that's like behind the, behind the scenes doing this stuff for him, it made me so happy and, and feel so fulfilled that, that yeah. he was so happy about it. So that that's really how it started. And then we had our child. We ended up moving provinces to be closer to family. Yeah. And I kind of, I just kept him and I added one more client, but it was more of a side hustle at this time. I didn't, right. I didn't um, pursue it or advertise or anything. And then I got pregnant again in 2019 and I thought okay well maybe I'll try and you know add a few more clients but then my second daughter or my sorry I have a son and then my daughter yeah she was she's a bit of a tougher child so then I feel back <laughs> they come out different I, so different yeah my first one was so easy and he would nap and he was on a schedule and my second one he just she ruled the home <laughs> I love it <laughs> yeah she's so got personality Oh man, it's so funny. Uh, I scaled back and then I just kept one client through that whole, through those two years. Yeah. Um, and now that she's two in 2022, I feel like I, I just felt a little bit more of a need to push myself out there a little bit more and, right. and post and, and really create the time for this. Cause it's something that I've, I've always had in my heart to do Love for the it. last five years. And oh, I'm just ready to to add more clients to my list and more experience. So. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> things you said that like really spoke to me. One was that like you loved fitness, but it wasn't making it your job. Wasn't your thing. And I just think so often we get confused because there are things that we love in this life, but we don't have to turn everything that we love into <laughs> A business. And I think sometimes if we're of that, yeah. like entrepreneurial mindset, Mm-hmm. it's hard to make that distinction because we do kind of want to turn everything into something and that's not necessary. Oh, so <laughs> sometimes it takes the, yeah. like, I think what happened to you too, is like, it can really take the joy out of it. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I love, I love that. That was a really cool lesson in there that I hadn't thought about. That's that's cool. Cool. <laughs> and I can also yeah. just see how passionate you are about this and that, that this is a, mm-hmm. like just a true, gift that you have to put out there to people let's speak like a little bit more specifically like what tasks does a virtual assistant do and then um maybe in general and then more specific too because I'm sure with any job there's like a niche kind of area Mm -hmm. that you end up falling into so um Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what this is for someone that's like what like you know I hear the term VA it kind of sounds cool but like what what actually (laughs) does that entail that's true. Okay. Um, so virtual assistant is basically a business owner that sees a need for other business owners and they will do those tasks virtually. So whether it's administration or it's technical or creative design, um, you can also have your own niche. Like if you're into photography and you want to offer, you want to offer services such as editing photos or something like that, you can throw that in with your VA, with your administration work. So there's different different niches and for me I'm not into bookkeeping as much so like the numbers and things like that I'm not as analytical like that but I prefer creative design so Mm -hmm. I will lean more towards like creating newsletters or pamphlets or you know booking your events or that that kind of thing is more fun for me than 
doing a bookkeeping side, but there's so many different niches that you could, you could do. And right. even, um, you can also do just general administration, like answering people's emails, um, creating their order forms or updating products on their website. Um, also, if you're into podcasters, you can do their show notes, you can do their transcribing, you can do their blogs. There's so many different things you can even throw in design in there, like creating images for their blogs and making it um, special to their kind of style. And, and yeah, there's just, there's so many different avenues for a virtual administration assistant that that you can really just fall into what you love to do right. and make it your own. I love that. Like, I'm sure people are listening and they're going, I need that and that and that and that. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> we all have those things in our businesses that just kind of yeah. like are always on the back of our minds where we're like, I know I need to do that, but I'm just not doing it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? For us, like I always say what, it's like my accountant. I have the most remarkable accountant. Like I call her my tax angel. She's phenomenal. And I just say to her like, Oh, I don't know how you love this. Like, I just can't stand this job. And like, I'm so (laughs) grateful for you. Cause she just, she has so much joy in it. And she's like, Mm -hmm. specifically, she loves working with like small entrepreneurs. Um, If they're in the health Mm -hmm. business industry, she loves that even more. And I'm just like, Oh, thank God for you. Like, cause (laughs) it's just, when it's not your zone of genius, it does, it either Uh drains you or it gives you energy. And so like that's very true yeah yeah, I love that so tell me about like kind of um like I know when I when I heard your offer I felt instant relief like when I saw your husband actually posted posted that you were doing this and I was like what let me check this out right now that's cool (laughs) and I I kind of felt this instant relief because I knew I was gonna like book in a call a call with you pretty quickly (laughs) but what are like some of the struggles that your clients that your specific clients face when they come to you? Uh, so a lot of them, I found I'm, they're in a vicious cycle of being so busy that they need somebody to do all of the administrative work that it kind of drags them down or that they just don't enjoy. Um, but then they're also so busy that they can't really get their thoughts together to tell me what they need. Right. So I've noticed, mm-hmm. I've noticed that is a real struggle. So I've kind of catered my service a little bit more right off the bat to just say, hey, send me a voice note of just rattling off everything you need, like whether it's raw and it's unorganized, it's fine. So then I take that and I write down exactly what they've said in the voice note. And I kind of create a proposal around that um, based on what I can and can't do. And then we go from there and I send that to them and say, this is what I can and can't do. You know, are you interested? Do you want to work? For right. me? Like I want to, I want to make this easier for you because I know that you're so busy and I don't want to add another task to your schedule of organizing yourself so that you can hire me. So that that's something that I've just noticed in the last little while that um, I was struggling with getting people started. So that's one thing that business owners are relieved about is the fact that I will help them by taking off the load without right. making it more work for them. Right. right. Um, I also noticed that they have more, more time freedom to do what they love to do. And they started their business, obviously they love sales or they love this certain product that they sell or just servicing their clients. And by taking that administration work off of their back end, they can actually spend more time with their clients and and it just frees up up their 
their mental capacity. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've noticed with the clients that I've worked with. Okay. That for me is so (laughs) genius because I know that Mm -hmm. a a couple of times I have reached out to, um, inquire about VAs, but then same thing. Sometimes I feel like I don't know specifically what I need, or Mm -hmm. it feels kind of jumbled. Like you said, in my mind, it's like you were talking to me. This is amazing. And, um, (laughs) and then the next thing is they'll often just send you like a list of what they do. And then you're like, that's not quite what I need, Mm -hmm. or it's quite, you know what I mean? So I just think that that already like is a major offering. And, you know, just to bring it back to my accountant, like the one thing she took was like this big fear I had over accounts and feeling like I was very scattered in that area. And she really Mm -hmm. just organized me and, and it just felt organized in my mind. And I feel like that's what you, what you're doing for people. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. massive. And then you're, like you said, they can have more time to work on this part of their business that they, that really like lights them up. Yeah. My slogan is your secret for success. And, and that's Ah. what I truly believe is that when I help you, I'm like, I'm like a ninja. Like I'll just take the back end stuff. Nobody knows I'm there, but your work is getting done and you're optimizing your time to, to be successful in the areas that, you know, that grow your business and and really get your name out there. So yeah, yeah, that's That's super unique. I love it. I'm so excited. That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) So how has hiring like, um, hiring you helped your clients businesses specifically like what are some examples of how you feel like they've really um things have changed for them oh that's a great question um I have noticed uh with this one client that I have she is she she's a podcaster and she's a business owner and she also works for a parent company so she has three different emails that she has to keep track of there's two different Calendly links that she needs to keep track of. Right. And she has she has two podcasts and then her oh, wow. her um two businesses that she's doing. So she's extremely busy and she's extremely scattered. Right. And that was something that she when she hired me, she just basically dumped all of her passwords and everything onto me and said, um, this person emails me three times a week. Can you please answer their emails? And so it was very specific that way, right. but she knew exactly what takes up too much of her time. Right. So when I took that on, she was so thankful. Like we, we vox her back and forth yeah. all the time. And we, we are very um, close in communication that way. And, and she just was always telling me like, Oh, I'm so grateful that you're taking off this, this email management from me, like this one right. email, I just can't manage. And, and the other thing too, is I do her show notes for her podcast and I yeah. blog, I put them on her blog, which is or her website. And I create yeah. the blog for her and, and she's just so thankful because that takes hours and I also do the yes. transcription. So she's just so, she's so thankful. And I could just tell like by me taking this off of her plate, it's freed up more time for her to be able to do other things. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, so that's amazing. Huge. I know. And then I have another client too, that I, I do newsletters for. So once a month, it's only three, four hours a month that I create right. a newsletter and put the content in that she needs, but it's so, it's finicky. Like I work in Canva a lot. I understand yes. that you have to put certain pictures in certain places and you have to have the spacing just right, you know, to yes. fit the page. And, and for her, she said this would take her hours, but it yeah. takes me three hours. Right. So it's like nothing for me to do it. And I absolutely yeah. love it. That's amazing. Her just It would stress her out. And because yeah. it would stress her out, she wouldn't enjoy it. It would take her too long. Right. So this just frees up, frees up like half a day for her. 
Yeah. And that stuff yeah. is time consuming. Like, even if you know how to do it, like I know how to do a lot of those things, but it's like, Oh, like, Oh gosh, it's just the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's brilliant. Um, so it's often like, I find it's challenging to know when it's finally time to like get help and actually hire mm-hmm. someone. What advice would you give to, you know, the business owners, podcasters that are like still doing it all. And they're, maybe they're in that phase where they're starting to get overwhelmed, but also they're, they don't, they're not sure that it's time to get help. Like I'm guessing that people probably come to you when like, they should have come to you six months ago kind of thing, but like, what advice would you give to them? Because maybe there's a fear of investing or, or whatever it is, or or sometimes it's not even the money. Sometimes it's giving up the control or I'm sure there's a lot of fears that people have. Yeah. Um, I have noticed, um, a lot of people are afraid of giving up control. I think that's a big thing for business owners because this is their baby and you're just letting someone come in and and kind of taking the the back end control a little bit. And, and of course you don't, you don't want to just let your baby go to anybody. Right. Um, So I, I have, I have noticed that. And I really, I feel like if, if you are getting stressed out, you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends. And there are just tasks that you don't enjoy doing. And a lot of it is administration, is that a lot of business owners don't enjoy the administration parts. Mm-hmm. I would say just just hire somebody and start maybe one, two, three hours a week and just see how it goes. You know, right. you're not you're not locked in forever. And right. things could add if you built that relationship with someone like me, like a virtual assistant, then over time you'll trust them more and then you can give them more. So it's oh, not right that. off the bat that you need to offer me 15 hours a week and, yeah. and you may not even know what you need done for 15 hours. Right. But I, I think just, just hire someone for, you know, a few hours a week, start out, see how it goes and, um, and just build that relationship. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing that you even offer that flexibility. And I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's super smart because what holds people back as well is, you know, sometimes you have these prices or these packages that are just so huge and they're offering more than what you need, or, or maybe not more than what you need, but more than you're kind of like ready for, right? Like you said, like, I'm sure you have clients that are like, we'll start with this, but then it quickly becomes more right. As that kind of not only just trust builds, but also the understanding of how it's actually going to really benefit them massively so that they can scale. Because at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of times you get stuck at a certain income level because you're not, you only have so many hours in the day. So that's incredible that you, that you offer that to people. And I think that's very unique as well and smart, very smart relationship building. Like I love that. Yeah, it it is. You you can't really get anywhere unless you have relationships. Yeah. That was a huge thing for me is like, you got to be able to trust the person that has control of your email. You know, that's, yeah, right. It is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same when I was like personal training one-to-one, um, if someone wanted to do once a week or three times a week, like I would allow both because often the once a week became twice a week, right. Once, once they saw like, okay, I do trust this and the process and the person and like, um, yeah, some, everyone just has kind of different starting points, I guess. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. 
So tell us what does the process look like? You've, you mentioned a little bit about this, but like from start to, I guess, finish, like someone's like, okay, this sounds amazing. I think I need this. Like what, what are the first steps that someone would take in order to, um, in order to work with you? And then how does that kind of, what does the process look like? especially at the very beginning of that process. Uh, okay. So I've just figured out a new system of, of, getting people on board, which is just send me your voicemail, whatever you have going through your head. Um, It's messy, but that's okay. Because that's what I'm there for. Love that. (laughs) So yeah, I love the permission that that it's okay to be messy. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Most entrepreneurs are messy. We just don't know that about each other. (laughs) And, and I've had a lot of people tell me that like, they just, they're so unorganized. They don't know where to start and they need time to figure it out. And and I had one, I had one girl recently that messaged me and said, oh, I just need time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So then I gave her about a week and I didn't hear anything. And then I reached out to her and said, hey, send me a voice note. And then, and then right away, we just built this relationship. So it was, mm-hmm. it was very cool. So I started doing that. And then I just send you a proposal based on what I can do, what I can't do. And then we discuss that. And then if you want to meet with me, I will send you a Calendly link. Um, we can have a 30 minute zoom call if you want, or it could be over the phone, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, Even if you don't want to do that, we send voice notes back and forth. Like I'm so flexible, honestly, I'll just, if you're too busy for a 30 minute call, that's okay. Um, If you want to work with me, I do have a contract and kind of like outline the things that I'll be doing for you and the hours that we discuss at the price that I pay or the rate that I charge. And then you research it. And then if you, you know, you read over it, if you like what you see, then sign it and then we start working so love it it's simple like I tried to just make it as as streamlined as possible and it's easy for business owners to not have to spend so much time figuring out what they need and and having like you know all these different zoom calls just to figure out what I can do for you I just I just want help yeah (laughs) I love that that's it yeah and then also when when we are working together I do check-in calls like I will always um, usually before the week on like a Sunday evening, I kind of plan out my week and, and, um, if we're on say five hours, 10 hours a week, um, I, I will check in with you and say, Hey, this is what I plan on doing this week. Is there anything that you need that's more urgent that I can do for you? Cool. So yeah. So then they'll message me and say, Nope, that's good. Or yep. Can you also add on this? And then, okay, yeah. sure. So then I work it into my to-do list and that's basically what I do. And then we do check-in calls usually every couple of weeks, depending on the client. Yeah. Um, some clients don't even need check-in calls, you know, right. we're emailing back and forth or we're voice. I use Voxer a lot. Yeah. So we're voice great. noting back and forth. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I and mean, honestly, it just, um, depending on the client and the type of relationship I have, yeah. the, the less calls we need and the more voice messages we do. So yeah. yeah. Amazing. Oh, Joni, yeah. I love this yeah. so much. So <laughs> oh, what would you say, like, kind of going to the other side of it, being a business owner yourself, because here you are helping business owners, but you are, yeah. <laughs> you are a business True. owner. Um, yeah. What would you say to people, women specifically listening that maybe have mm-hmm. young children and yet they feel like they want to do something different, but they don't, mm-hmm. they don't even know like where to start. Maybe VA is something that all of a sudden is intriguing to them. You mentioned at the beginning that you were in Facebook groups and asking questions. Like, is that the mm-hmm. main way that you would recommend someone get started? Like, what would you say to them? I would, I would, because it worked for me. And I find that virtual assistants are not 
uh, as easily to come by. Like I personally don't know anyone in my circle that is a virtual assistant. I'm kind of yeah. kind of like building this from the ground up in a way. Cool. So for me, finding a support group that was that was virtual um, was so was so great. And I and from there, I even was able to connect with a few other people through emails. And then I bought a, a starter package from one lady who lives in the States oh, okay. who's a virtual assistant. She sells like the contracts and, you know, like there's just outline, right. outline things that I can cater to my business. So I bought this, this package and it was super cheap. Like it wasn't even breaking the bank and I just kind of catered it to myself. Right. And, and there's even um, something in there, like a type form that she used that I could kind of create on my own so that I send to clients and say, Hey, this is you can, this is where you can put all your passwords and your emails and, you know, everything that you oh. want me to take on, um, any, any specific things to your business that you want me to work on, yeah. it goes in this type form and it's organized. Right. So, yeah. so that, that really, really helped me when I first started was joining a community on Facebook yeah. and different groups. And, and I was able to bounce ideas off of the girls that were in that group. Like I, like if I had a client that wanted a specific thing done, but they, I didn't know what to charge for because it was right. kind of just a one-time project. Then I would right. put that in the group. I would ask the girls and then I would get such amazing feedback. So amazing. yeah, I think just you can just do that. Just join a virtual yeah. group and, and there's your community. <laughs> I, I love yeah. that. I love that so much because, you know, living in Canada, most of Canada is like smaller towns. I mean, I moved from mm-hmm. a bigger city to a smaller town and that just means that you you don't have like when you're thinking of jobs that are kind of not your typical nine to five, they're a little bit outside the box, whether it's virtual assistants or something else online, you kind of feel on your own, or like we said, we don't know that it exists, which is why I wanted to really do this, um, this podcast today, but that's just, that's not the reality, right? That's just our reality in the world that we're living in. There's a whole other world out there online Mm -hmm. of like, many, many, many people that are doing things that are possibly, you know, kind of your ticket to living the life that you kind of have dreamed for yourself, but we have to be willing to go out there and search. And I think that's the power of social media. And I think social media gets such a bad rap sometimes, but it's just such a powerful tool. I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be connected without it. So no. Yeah. Depending on, on how you use it, it can be very powerful. You're right. Yeah. I love that's such good advice. So like, yeah, like even though you don't have people around you that have, that are doing it, you now know so many people that are doing it and that it's amazing how you become really friendly with people online and really help each other to succeed. And you don't even, you'll probably never meet in real life. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I also felt like it boosted my confidence in doing this as well. Like I used to, I used to think, uh, this is so dumb to say, but I used to think that my gift was, was, was dumb in a way and I don't know if anyone's listening to this that that feels that like your gift is yeah your gift is yours yeah that you can give to people yeah oh you're gonna make me emotional too I'm gonna cry yeah (laughs) Yeah, but you don't have to be scared of of using it you don't have to be scared of of hiding it or wishing that you could do something else like I use my husband is is a salesperson and Mm -hmm. I would be so jealous because he could just sell anything like <laughs> 10 for god's sake like he's just so you know so good like, yeah so, so good like 
yeah I don't know just go out there and and I'm just not and I used to think that my gift was so dumb because I I would sit on a computer and you know be stuck in an office but after honestly after joining these groups and and realizing that I'm not the only person in the world that is doing this it's actually a thing and people actually they have they make a living off of this and then they make there's some people that have um, virtual assistant agencies where they hire other virtual assistants to do the work for them and then they become an agency and they're literally making a killing like wow it's, it's actually a thing and and it just gave me so much confidence that my gift is is my gift to share and this yeah. is what I've been blessed with so amazing yeah oh I love yeah. so much about that first of all like just I mean the idea of an agency like already we keep ourselves so small like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought of a virtual assistant agency like maybe this is someone who's listening like that's something that they can end up doing and like really flying yet we, yeah. we don't think outside of the box and then you see an example of it and then you're like oh wow it ex- you just expand and you start to expand in other areas of your life and mm-hmm. you know like I'm thinking of your your gift that you're offering like I think of that the guy that you were talking about at the beginning right like and all the the stress and like finally you're doing all the oh, that's stuff. Right. like yeah. you know all of a sudden like you don't actually I think sometimes we don't understand the ripple effect that we create like here you have someone that was overwhelmed all of a sudden has some extra time maybe that mm-hmm. extra time means that they're not as edgy around their family maybe it means that all of a sudden mm-hmm. they have extra time to spend with their family or on their health and the whole trajectory of their life starts to change because I'm a big believer in the compound effect and how like these small incremental changes that we make in life actually end up leading us to someone far somewhere far greater than we could have Mm -hmm. even realized. And it started with something as small as helping someone to relieve us from this like stress and burden of, you know, of, of something in our day-to-day life. So it's just massive. Oh, that's oh. so powerful. Wow. Well, thank you. No, that was so powerful. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. I have like two questions that I always ask everyone when they come on the podcast, but before I get into those, I just want to, um, just make clear, like, how can people get in touch with you? The people I'll put it all in the show notes, but just let us know mm-hmm. the, the easiest way for people to get in touch. Okay. So easiest way I think is just through email and Facebook and Instagram. So my email is virtuallybold at gmail.com. And then I also have my Facebook, which is Joni Gabrielle. That's just my name. You can just DM me from there. And then I also have my Instagram, which is uh, Joe underscore Gabrielle or Joe underscore bold admin. So those are my, those are my handles. And okay. that's basically how people get a hold of me. Okay, perfect. We'll put them all in the yeah. show notes so people can just click on it and, and get to you. The easier, the better. Um, okay, so these are the two questions. The first one is, can you think of a moment when something you heard or read changed things for you? Yeah, so th- there's a few because I'm, I'm a bit love of a it. book nerd. Good, so good. I, I love reading. <laughs> I read a lot. <laughs> And I love podcasts and blogs and I'm all for it. So there's a few different things that really, I think, um, just mixed all together, really just impacted me. So one book is Start With Your Why by Simon Sinek. I love, love, love this this book because it just really, it brings you back to why you're starting your business and and why, why you do what you do. 
Um, so that that book really impacted me. And then also You're a Badass by Jensen. Oh, yeah. He's so wonderful. I just love this book so much. She really helped me with my confidence because her stories in there are just so relatable and so real. Yeah. Um, and then the other the other quote, there's a quote that I've just heard over and over and over again in different yeah. podcasts. And it's it's you are the average of the five people you hang around mm, with. And awful. this just has really um, impacted me a lot because not only did I create a virtual community for myself. Mm. For virtual admin but I actually am very intentional about who I spend my time with yeah. with my family and my kids and the the friends that I have now most of them are entrepreneurs and business owners mm-hmm. and and they're also like-minded um spiritually and just their outlook on the world is like-minded and I just feel like we really um boost each other up and, and impact each other and support each other in our business ventures and the conversations that we have are are not about um, other people. It's not gossiping, but mm. it's instead they're conversations that are that are creating our future. And we talk about uh-huh. like things like um, like I have a friend that that invests in crypto, so he's like very cool. very into that. So he's teaching us all these different things um, virtually that you could do to create wealth. And it's and it's just so amazing the community that that we do. My husband and I do have, um, and all our friends have this kids the same age as us. So yeah. that too is is just a bonus that you know my kids are not only um they're not only benefiting from our relationship yeah. with with their friends but they're really surrounded by a solid community so, I love yeah. that oh my gosh and I I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with you like it's you notice the difference in yourself when you're surrounding yourself with people that are people that mm-hmm. lift you up and you're learning new things from each other as opposed to sometimes we just stay friends with people because we've known them our whole lives or Mm -hmm. it's just convenient or it's comfortable. And yet we, it just kind of can very easily keep us stuck there. Oh, it can. Yeah. 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 And I definitely have friends that I've known my whole life and, Mm -hmm. and I have one of my best friends is from elementary school and she actually lives in a different province than me. So we honestly just text and and voice call each other a lot. Um, but but yeah, I just feel like the people that I spend the most time with That's right. here in my, in my space are yeah. people that are encouraging and uplifting. That's right. Yeah. It's just really amazing. Love that. Darren Hardy talks about that. It's not about, you know, mm-hmm. ditching people that you care about. It's just about, he yeah, calls yeah. it, I, I always get this wrong. And I mentioned on the podcast all the time. So I really need to look it up. So I don't know if he says like four minute, four hour, four day friends, it's something like that. So the idea oh, is that's funny. to yeah. spend more time with the people that are kind of, that you're lifting each other up and, and guiding each other, you know, just forward and just mm-hmm. a little bit less time where we don't feel as that we're growing as much. doesn't mean that we just yeah. let people go, but yeah, just like you yeah, said, being intentional absolutely. about it. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, cool. Very. Okay. Very last question. I feel like this is your life anyway, so it won't be too difficult. Is <laughs> What does life, <laughs> what does living life by design mean to you? Oh, I love this question. I, I feel like it means freedom and mm-hmm. exactly that the word design, like you get to design how you want your day to go you get to design how you want your finances to look like you are not under someone else's umbrella when Mm. you live by design and and for me that was just looking at my life and I'm having children and you know I'm entering a new season and what am I going to do to create that time freedom for myself and my kids so just 
just being creative. I feel like when you're creative, you just take the lid off and, yeah. and you can just design your life. And that's, to me, that's what living by design is. Love it. Oh, Joni, I loved this. I feel like we could go on and on. <laughs> we, we could. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I so appreciate your time and just for being so authentic and so real for us and for, you know, being brave and putting your gifts out into the world, because if you didn't find that bravery inside of you to do it, then there's so many people that you know, wouldn't have been impacted from you and people that will be impacted. So I'm so grateful that you mm. had the courage to do that. And yeah, thank you again for coming on here and, and putting that out there for everyone to, to hear and to know about. Thank you so much. Thanks. Chat soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.